go. Well, good morning, everyone. How are we doing? Feeling good? Like I should. Oh. <laughs> all righty. All righty. Hey, we are, uh, man, having a great time. Y'all enjoy worship? And worship great? Man, because I knew you would, right? That is right. I thought whenever, whenever uh, Joey was going to say freedom, I thought he was going to take his shirt off and have blue paint all over. I'm like, William Wallace, come on. You can take our lives, but you'll never take our freedom. <laughs> Cliff, where is Cliff here today? No, Cliff, Cliff is like McGraw. He was like, man, I think we need to act that out. Get some horses and some guys out here next Freedom Conference, and we'll just have a line of people. <laughs> it's like, if you just feel... If you just feel led by the Spirit, go ahead. You just get, you get them. James says, I'm in. I'm coming down the aisle right now to sign up. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, I uh, just want to remind you, our Thrive Tribes are kicking off. It's very important for us to get in a circle of people and of accountability and growing with one another spiritually, going, people that are going in the same direction that we desire to go and, and, and building relationship with other believers and, and finding some accountability and trust factor in others so that we can begin to really share some of the things that are in our heart and, and be challenged to grow with one another. Uh, so I want to encourage you to do that. Don't be, uh, be looking for that. It starts next uh, re registration. Actually, I think it's open, but it, it for, it's open. It, you'll, you'll find a QR code outside. I get the thumbs up. It's open. So that's good. Uh, and then uh, water baptism. Water baptism is next weekend. So if you've never been water baptized, if you've just been sprinkled, you, you have not been baptized. Very, very important that you get water baptized, and we want to do that. But you'll need to register on livewithpurpose.church, and uh, you will, someone will reach out to you to follow up with information and details. And that's going to happen next weekend, okay? So uh, I'm going to move into our, our, uh, our series conversation because we've been in uh, 21 days of prayer. Man, that was great. God set a platform. Well, because we honored God, he just has been showing up in such such real ways. And then we finished that off with Freedom Conference, which has just been amazing. I mean, life-giving. And I forgot to do this. Man, I have to say to Emily, to Pam, to Serena, she's already back there with the kids again, and, and to Yvette, who just stayed here diligently working all things that you see on the screen back here, our sound, Jessica, our video, uh, all of the team that just did a phenomenal job. Can you all give it up for this team? I, I have to say, this has not only been our best Freedom Conference, but the kids' experience in our Freedom Conference has just been blown through the roof. The kids were having an amazing time. My kids went home exhausted and fell asleep well. They're, they're now calling themselves Freedom Fighters, and that's what they are. It is phenomenal what took place back there. Could, it, could, could you imagine what it, will, what it will look like when we have a generation of freedom, people who have the freedom ministry at heart and understanding and how they process life in their minds. This, this world will be on re, in revival. And if you don't know what, that, what, what I'm talking about, then you need to be at a freedom conference next year because you'll understand, oh, there's a revival happening in me, and that's how revival starts is with one. Well, we've been in a, a series on the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Have y'all enjoyed this? Those who've been here, have you enjoyed the understanding? Did we really kind of make it simple to to demystify the, the, the thoughts and the ideas and the, the actions of others. And, and by the way, the things that may have kept you from really getting to know intimately the Holy Spirit, uh, those people are just weird. And, and they're naturally weird. 
So here, here's the, the stats on that. The ratio is that so it, the one in three people are weird. So if you look to your left, and that person's not weird. If you look to your right, and that person's not weird. There's only one remaining. You're, you're, you're weird. And so, and so, you know, don't blame your actions on the Holy Spirit. And don't bring, blame the person to the left or the right, you know, on the Holy Spirit. They're just weird. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they belong in Austin. Keep Austin weird. But in Athens, you know, we just, we just want to just move with the Spirit. That, it's just, we just move with the Holy Spirit. Well, we've uh, answered a lot of conversations. If, ne- if you missed that, I really encourage you to go back and watch on YouTube, our, our Thrive CC Athens YouTube on, or on Facebook. We have our, all our videos there. And I'm telling you, he will, we'll tear down some walls of, of uh, mist, uh, mystery and mystif and I can't remember the word I'm trying to say. <laughs> Forget about it. Mystery, I guess, for, uh, with the Holy Spirit. And so... I guess I'm really already into this, this, this message today. So let me just jump into it. Let's just pray. Father, we just thank you so much for being present. Thank you for, for honoring those who honor you. And we just come under your presence right now, your will, your authority. And Jesus, thank you that through the blood of the cross and, and being the, the, the price that must be paid for our sins, that you've given us so much, so much authority, so many opportunities, so many options. And thank you, Jesus, that you had so much foresight, that it was imperative that you go so that you can send our helper, our counselor, our comfort the one who gives gifts and helps us to bear the fruit, the Holy Spirit. And we just say we, we are all yours, and we ask you to move today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen and amen, okay? So we've talked about uh, who is he. Uh, we talked about is he charismatic, is he Pentecostal. Uh, we talked about uh, the Trinity a little bit. We talked about the fruit of the Spirit last week, and some of y'all need to go rewatch and listen to that one. Um, so we, talk, we we talked a little bit during is he is he charismatic? We talked. Uh, Pastor Cass presented a little bit of the gifts of the Spirit, but I thought it was really important that you understand a little bit more clearly the gifts of the Spirit on some terms, depending on where we're going to get. And then we have a very special blessing that comes at the end of this service today, a very, very special moment, and it really comes out of a prophetic moment as well, and I'll discuss that as we get there. But if you will, if you have your Bibles, uh, turn to 1 Corinthians 12, and if you want Romans 12, we may not get there, but we're going to get to where we can get. He says in 1 Corinthians 12, 4, he says, therefore, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. And so sometimes people get focused on a, a gift or a ministry or, well, I'm, my, you know, here, this is better than that. And no, it's not. This church is better than that. No, it's not. These churches accompany one another. They're a blessing to one another. And by the way, Love thy neighbors tonight at Church of the Living God at 6 p.m. if you want to be there. And we need to be a blessing to other churches and courage. And as, as we need to be encouraged and blessed as well by other churches. And so there's a division that takes place when we don't have honor for God's church. And here's what he's talking about. There's diversities. They shouldn't all look the same. Shouldn't all be the same should have a different variety of diversities because different gifts as a calling of a church but we have different we have gifts that will vary and I'm going to break this down a little bit in moments within the church there but it's the same god <laughs> it's the same god it's it, it's god's 
And he works all in all. So he works all these things in all of you. It's not just about the people on a platform somewhere, uh, the people leading worship, all in all. It says, but the manifestation of the Spirit, which is the making known of the Spirit, is given to each one, each one of you and me, for the profit of all. Like, I need you to receive the Holy Spirit. I need you to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit because I need that encouragement. You need me to move in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You need me to be filled with the Spirit because you need that encouragement. This is what the enemy wants to attack is encouragement. Because encouragement means to be built up. And God says he is going to build a church. Well, the enemy tries to attack it at this level right here because it's the very thing that encourages, that edifies, that builds up, that, that brings strength to the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each for the profit of all. I move, you get blessed. Uh, the, to, for to one is given a word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. I'm going to explain these in a minute. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healings by the same Spirit. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, kinds of tongue, uh, different kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. And by the way, we talked about, does he speak in tongues? And we presented the clarity of God's word and the, the grace gift, our prayer language, and adverse to the gift of speaking in tongues that must be followed by interpretation. Go back and listen to that. Uh, then, but, to the, but one and the same, the spirit so when the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. Hallelujah. All the churches are one body. Every person in this church is one body. This building is one body. It's one Christ, one Spirit, one God who are three in one. We are one. So God is saying, listen, there's so, there's so many people that are afraid of understanding and moving in the gifts because of weird people. Come on. <laughs> because of weird people that they're like, I don't want that. Well, we need you to want that because we need encouragement. I need a little encouragement. And I need you to be under the will of the Father, under the, in the Spirit of God, and receiving the gift that Jesus himself offers to us. He says, but one in the same works, flip it back please, one in the same works, uh, same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Well, I'm a, the flesh is going to be very intrepid, a little bit fearful, a little bit concerned, a little bit uh, skittish or shy to walk into a moment that God is wanting to present his kingdom, his kingdom, his reality, his ways of doing life into a situation. And our natural self are going to be a little bit afraid because we may have to talk to somebody we don't know. We may have to say something that we're not sure of or we're a little bit unconfident un un about. But he is saying he wills, he will give you a gift of the Spirit in the moment to communicate or deliver the very package that he is enticing you to go and deliver. We just don't always know what it is in the moment. This is where faith comes into play. This is not knowledge, this is faith. I don't, I, it's not that I have to know everything that you're going to do, God, before I do it. That is, that is of human flesh, 
He doesn't call us to walk by the flesh, but he calls us to walk by the Spirit. Amen? And so, therefore, we have to be in alignment, in agreement with the Holy Spirit's promptings to move us into a situation that we would otherwise be a little bit afraid of. But we trust that the Holy Spirit's going to show up because he says he will. And when he does, we've got to trust that he's going to move and provide one of his gifts that fulfill the task that he has set forth. That's really good. And so I want to I just share a few examples. In fact, I'm going to call these two ladies up intentionally. Uh, well, just, just hold tight real quick because I want to, let me just pull back to a word of wisdom. We talk, talk, talked about a word of wisdom right after that. There it is, word of wisdom. A word of wisdom is something where you're in a tough jam. Anybody ever been in a tight jam? Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what financial, the rest of you just got it made because I know hands came up like, okay, there's liars in the room and then there's people that are honest. All right, so I know what I'm dealing with now. But you're in a tight jam and I'm like, man, I don't know what to do. And I, I'm really frustrated. There's a lot of weight that, to, uh, that's bearing on this decision and you don't want to make the wrong decision, right? The, the right thing to, for us to do as believers is we go into prayer and then all of a sudden, or it could be in an instant, we have the right idea, the right plan, the right direction, and it's called a word of wisdom for that situation. He, God, the Holy, through the Holy Spirit, is going to d- deliver a word of wisdom that is going to create the best outcome for not only you, but for every person that that decision affects because he cares about them the same he cares about you, and he's using you in the moment with the gift as he wills, as the need d- uh, comes about. For that moment, for that instance, so that we will trust him in the direction, because logically I don't understand how that's going to work, but I can see it because God is now giving me this moment, this wisdom, this under, this this direction. Does that make sense? Anybody ever done that? That's a word of wisdom. And then there's a word of knowledge to another, the word of knowledge, and. Before I go there, I'm going to explain this is something that is other foreknown before that you don't naturally know. It's supernaturally. God gives you this insight. In many ways, he talks. There's another conversation about seven ways he communicates with us. But he gives you something that you didn't know about a, a person or a situation, a circumstance, because he wants to move not only in you and through you, but he wants to move on that other person or people's life in a very intimate way to, to lead them back to him. He wants to encourage them so that he can build on that encouragement into a deeper relationship of intimacy with God, not you. So it's a word of knowledge. But the another is, a, is, a, is, a, is a, to faith, to another faith, a gift of faith. And, I, and I'll, I'm going to show you a word of knowledge, some words of knowledge in just a minute. You're going to see how plain and simple the moving of the Holy Spirit really is. And then a word of faith. Let me give you an example of testimony of a word of faith, hoping that it imparts faith back to you. Uh, about three years ago, my mother, my mother, raise your hand. Woo-hoo, pink lady, lady in pink. Hi. She was diagnosed with cancer. And we had gone, just gotten out of a mission trip, and she just wasn't feeling right. I mean, we had a big revival. I mean, people were getting healed. I mean, literally demons were leaving people. I'm like, dang, I've never seen that before. I've seen the movies, but not that. And so uh, these all things were happening. And I, and, and I well, got the news, and it was, it was a couple of days or weeks in, and I'm sitting here praying. And I'm praying, Lord, I've seen you heal. I know you as healer. This is who you are, and she's no different than any other person that I've been 
able to be a vessel to, for, of your healing for. I know you can do, do, do a good work. I was working out upstairs. It's obvious it's been a long time that I have worked out, but I was working out back then. And the Lord said right then, he says, I've got her. And from that moment, it immediately, the word of faith stepped in, and I took that as that's the, that's the perspective that I see this situation and everything that happens with her in this scenario through that lens right there of I've got her. And it changed, and the moment that it happened, this happened just a split second, it changed worry, fear, anxiety to God's got it. And now I'm going to see it through the lens of my father being faithful as he is, that he has my mother and he has her best intentions more than I have best intentions for her. And so from every situation, from the downturns, and there were some really down curves. I had to get up in the middle of the night to take her to the emergency room because she couldn't walk anymore. There was many, many downturns. I remember her being on the couch with just lifeless. When I remember, because of the word of faith, I spoke directly into her soul whenever I could tell that something Something inside wanted to give up. I said, your body is not who you are. Who you are is deep inside of there, and don't you give up the fight. That faith being delivered into the depths of the soul of the individual wakens something. It shines a light. It shares. It encourages, by the way. And so from there, she's, she's going through her chemo treatments. She's going through a ton of different things, the different parts of her body is breaking down to find another and find another but all the things and all the times I'm seeing it from God's got it, not once did I get discouraged, not once did I get depressed, not once did I get sad because I saw the fact that God has a definition of I've got it and I've got to trust whatever definition he chooses in this scenario of I've got it and I've got other ways of the other things that I've got to deal with, so he's got it. Word of faith. And by the way, went into remission, and then yet come back a year and a half or, or so later. Guess what? The word didn't change. I've got it, he says. And he still has it. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not going to decide, you know what, Nathan, never mind, I don't have it. If God has spoken something to you and he has given you an understanding for something, and it is a time to agree with it and say, okay, then you've got that, Lord. Then every emotion that is, that, is, that is traumatized, every emotion that is wounded and hurt has to come under agreement to find healing so that it can be properly flow, so the spirit can properly flow through those emotions in a healed manner, in a healthy manner, so that your decisions can flow from health and not trauma, not hurts, not wounds, because it can't look like faith and trust while I'm wounded and I'm screaming and I'm crying and I'm throwing fits. No, it's, it's health. So I've got to realign my thought processes, my thinking, that in which filters my decisions there forward, faith. To another, the gifts of healings. And let me, this obvious right there, we move, and a lot of times the words of knowledge will move towards a gift of healing. A gift of faith in action will prompt another gift. Sometimes it prompts another gift. And when the faith is in action, stuff's just start, the Holy Spirit just starts to move in, in many powerful ways. And then the gift of prophecy. And I'm just going to make this really simple for you, if you don't mind. You ladies, come on up. Today, while in worship, we had a lot of these things take place in first service. So this is not, this is not a test trial. This is just a holy, we're in the presence of a holy God, and he moves, and he wants to do whatever he wants to do. And I'm going to say some things, and don't, one, do two things, do, do two, one of two things. Don't be in the flesh, what meaning? If it's not real, and if it's not really happening, if it's not you, 
don't placate to me. Don't try to make me feel good. I don't need that. I'm good. I'm all right. God's got me, all right? And the other is this. If it is you, be bold and be courageous and, and at least admit it. You don't have to stand up. Just admit it. Yep, that's me. So I felt in, in worship uh, a, a ring finger, left ring finger. There was a little bit of a, te- a, a pain or a sensitivity or some kind of nerve. Is there anybody in this room having a little, little issue with a ring finger right here? Hard for me to see. I see a lot of hands moving up. If this was bingo, if this was a, uh, what do they call it, an auction, I'd be calling out on some names right now. Anybody? All right. Then a right, a right mid forehead, right through here. Had a little, little, little pain, a little tension right through here on the right side of the middle of the forehead. Anybody? You guys are tough, nut, nut, tough nuts to crack. Okay, there's one right there. All right. How does it feel right now? can't hear you all right so here's what we're going to do brother put your hand on her your brother there you go so father right now we just thank the, thank you for all that you're doing thank you god for showing up thank you for being present and right now because of the power of jesus and the blood of jesus on the cross in jesus name we just command healing over katera right now all pain we just command you to go right now in jesus name you said it was a seven how is it now Zero. Well, praise the Lord. And here's what we do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your healing. Thank you for your... And I'm going to come back because this happens every time. Anybody got a a left ring finger issue? A little something going on the ring finger. Test it out and see. Everybody good. Anybody good? Everybody good, rather. Okay. It can. It can. Well, let's just pray for it right now. I don't need to play, Kate. Father, Suzanne, if you'll just lay hands. Father, we just thank you so much for your healing. Thank you for your power, and by the power of the Holy Spirit and the authority of Jesus Christ, we just command healing, all pain, all sensitivity. Even, even if there's a, a sensitivity that needs to be returned, we just command it to return right now to complete youth of, and use. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. James, how is it right now? No, that's all right. We're going to thank, we'll just keep thanking the Lord. Any, any progress, I'm, this is a pastoring moment, any progress at all. It's okay. Let's do this. We enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So, Father, we just thank you again right now. We thank you for the life of James. We thank you for what you're revealing to him right now. Thank you for what you've been showing him. Thank you for what you're speaking to his heart. Thank you for the revelations that you're giving him, Lord. And right now, once again, we just command healing. We command all pain and discomfort to go right now. Arthritis, we just command you to go right now in Jesus' name. We command a cleansing of the knuckle. At the top of the knuckle, we command it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Any, any change? Any, you feeling anything? Now, it's in a, we got two fingers. All right. Well, we're going to come back to that. We'll pray for you in just a minute, a few things. And then on the left, enter back. But just keep thanking God. Just keep thanking God right there. And then the left inner back. It could be the spine. It could be the muscle right there. All right. So, Danielle, if you will, lay your hands on your wonderful husband. How's it feeling in a zero to ten level? About a seven. Father, we just thank you so much. We just bless Leslie. We bless what you're doing in his life. We bless the freedom that he he has encountered this past weekend. And, Lord, in the same way that you're setting him free, so... Lord, we just ask that you speak with your authority, with your power. You touch him in, the, in his back, 
right there that all spasms and pain just be released right now. The stress that he's carrying in that space be gone right now in Jesus' mighty name we pray. How's it do right now, Les? Same, same as it was before. All right? So get to a place where it, where it hurts a little bit. Does it hurting right now just sitting? All right, good deal. Danielle, go ahead. We're gonna, Father, we just thank you so much for your presence. We thank you for your goodness. Thank you that your mercies are new every day, Lord. And we just ask that you touch less right there in his back, right where, he, right where he's hurting. And Lord, thank you that you're a healer. We just command a complete healing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. How's it going? You feeling, do you feel anything? Do you feel, what are you feeling? Danielle, how does his back feel? It, you know, how does it feel to your hand? You feel any heat or any, anything at all? A little bit of heat. Let's do this then. Father, we just thank you. We thank you. And Lord, we, we identified the tension. We invi- identified how tight, how tight Leslie's back is. Father, we just pray that all this stress just be gone in Jesus' name. And we command a complete healing. We command these muscles to come under alignment and agreement with these prayers. And we just command this healing in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. How's it feeling now? One more time. A little better. Well, just thank God. Keep thanking God. We enter, and then praise him for the progress that he has done. We th- enter his, courts with thanksgiving, his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. You ladies had. Uh, Cassandra had a, a word of knowledge a couple of weeks ago. I mean, sorry, a couple of weeks, a couple of days ago, and I said, I felt like the Lord said in worship, these, this right now, it's for right now. These are right now words, so you'll give them. I'll pass them through that. Um, okay, so on Thursday, I just was feeling a lot of lower back pain, which is unusual. I mean, I've had back pain, but not lower back pain, and also on my right shoulder, I had pain on my right shoulder, and but right now, I feel it on my right lower back, like specifically the right lower back, so... Anybody in here have a little a little lower back it's issue? Like a little pinch. Greg, or anybody else? Willie, anybody else? Anybody else have a little lower back pain? Uh, so, uh, okay, Lexi. All right. Anybody else? It's okay. All right. What's your name? Catherine. All right, Catherine. Anybody else? All right, Tammy. All right. Notice how people just wait and hesitate. Like, oh no, I don't want to. No, please, no. The faith is yes. Like if the Lord shows up, and he's got all the answers to your needs, there's a reason we stay in bondage, guys. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let's just pray over the Father. We just thank you so much for the yeses. And we thank you for all the healings and the favor and the blessings. Lord, we just pray right now that you just move in their ways and their lives and their bodies in mighty ways, Lord. And we just command a complete healing over every one of these backs, every one of these pains. Lord, we just pray for your spirit and your power and your presence, your hand to just sift through and take everything that is not of you. In the Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. I do have one. Um, in, it was similar. At, yesterday, I had a, a pain in my in my teeth, and I don't like. Usually, that's not me. So, if you have like pain in your teeth, like tooth, like hurting, and specifically your what is that? Right, right hand, <laughs> right side in your right side. Something about along your jawline, maybe a molar. Someone 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. One, one. How how was it from yesterday? Okay. okay. Well, praise well, the Lord. Praise Come the on. Lord. Let's give it up for Jesus. Come on. Yeah. And I also I had this in the first service, but I feel like um, there's someone that maybe not didn't raise their hand. So don't don't dance that hockey hokey pokey like you know line. It's me. It's me, Lord. Um, but night terrors or difficulty going to sleep. It's a real thing. Yeah. Okay. Anyone else? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna just just stretch anybody your hands. else. Anybody else? Anybody yeah. else? Come on. Don't 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 go to don't go back home one. with your terrors. <laughs> no, I like my terrors. They kind of keep me up at night. I can do some crazy stuff. <laughs> no. Don't you run my demons out of me. <laughs> This is a big one, and we sang that song, Protector. Um, the author, Kim Walker-Smith, <laughs> she, she sings it too. She wrote that song because of her baby boy uh, couldn't go to sleep at night. And he would wake up and, you know, see things um, in his room. And so my son in the night, that's why she sings, my song in the night, Protector. So we, we come in agreement with that, that the Lord is faithful and, and he brings peace so so just raise your hand again who is that okay keep it up keep your hand up and then the rest of us just straight your hand towards them we're just going to pray lord i thank you so much for what you're doing i pray father that you give them good dreams i pray for peace tonight father that as soon as they hit their bed in the in the pillow they go to sleep like a baby not like a baby lord because babies don't sleep but like peacefully in in in, in a just surrender state father we just thank you for what you're gonna do in jesus mighty name hey we so we said uh, right shoulder as well is anybody in here a little pain in the right shoulder Right shoulder, anybody? Over there. I see in that one, I see some, okay, one right there as well, one right here, right there. All right, so we're just going to pray. Father, we just thank you so much, and thank you for your healing. Yes. Thank you that you are you, and we can trust you to be you. And we just command healing in Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. amen. And hey, by the way, the Lord, I felt like, gave me a little bit more detail on this left finger. The left finger is what, a ring finger. And where do we, what do we put on a ring finger? And I don't want you to raise your hand on this one. I just want you to know in your heart that that's, that that's me. And as Christian was even leading us and handing things over to the Lord, it may be that you feel like that, this, that your spouse is a pain in your rear. No, I'm serious. This is real talk. That I wish I didn't have this. I wish I didn't have this. It's such a pain in my life. Now we're talking. Right now, Father, we just thank you so much for sanctified marriage, marriages. We thank you for the covenant as we just pursue you by faith. We pursue you by faith, Lord, that you bring us into alignment of your word and your will. And Father, we just purify ourselves before you, humbling ourselves, pouring out our junk and our cries and our tears and our worries and our hurts and our, our pains and our traumas, Lord. And help us to realize that our spouse is not the enemy, Lord. And we ask that you move, that you don't start with our spouse, that you start with us first. That you change our hearts and our minds. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. And I got one more. And I got this whenever I met you two years ago. And I think you'll recall the memory of conversation. Sarah, when I first met you, I, I, I told you who you are, your name. You remember that? 
I met Sarah about two, two and a half years ago before I was going to paint my house, looking for paint at Lowe's. And, and Sarah came up to help, and she was working in the paint section. And I said, do you know what your name means? She said, no. I said, I said well, Sarah was a barren woman in scriptures in the Old Testament. She was married to our father of faith. And in light of this Holy Spirit see, the message that we have, see, God touched her, but there were some things that had to happen before he could move her into the destiny that he had for her. Very same things that he did to Abraham, the husband, before he could move him into the full destiny. And it's the same thing that God wants to do to all of us. Let me give you, a, I'm about to give a prophetic word, and the prophetic word could be for everybody in this room. Like, that's me, I'm grabbing it, the Holy Spirit will bring confirmation, it just, yeah, that, I, that's me. But that what God had to do in Sarah, is her name was Sarai, S-A-R-A-I. He had to remove the I. He had to remove the flesh. He had to remove the personal desires. He had to remove the self-wants. He had to remove the self-temptations, the things that she was coming into agreement with, the lies that she was believing. She ha he had to remove those things. And what he placed inside of her to change her name from Sarai to Sarah was they put the breath of God, the Holy Spirit, inside of her. And he brought revelation and understanding of who she is in him and who he is in her. And it began to change her world, her destiny, her her future and everything before, uh, bef everything after, before that changed. Everything was her perspective on everything that had taken place had changed and shifted, and she was able to see forward for the fullness of understanding of her identity in her father. And that might be for other people in this room that God may be right now wanting to get the eye out. So he can get the ruach, the breath of life, the breath of the Holy Spirit in you. So he can begin to change your ways of thinking, your old decisions, and bring healing to your old trauma and experiences and moments. So that he can help you to understand who you are in Christ in our day. And I, at last, really right here, someone here has been struggling with a desire to be seen. Like you've been performing because you want to be seen. But the Lord is saying, Lord is saying, I see you. You keep your eyes on me, and when I'm done, you'll shine. But you'll shine me. Is that good? Let's just praise the Lord for that right there. All right. We're going to move. Christian, if you'll come on up here. I want to re read Romans 1.11. We're going to do this. We're gonna, after worship, we're going to have a prayer team up for you to receive. But Romans 1.11, Paul from prison, is he says, For I long to see you that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. A spiritual gift establishes you. So I feel so weak. I feel so faulty. I don't feel established. Well, you need the spiritual gift of God, the, the Holy God, to move in you and through you. This is, this is that I may be encouraged together with you by mutual faith, both you and me. In 1 Timothy 4.14, Paul writes to Timothy. This is Paul writing a letter to Timothy. It sent him out as a leader, a church planter, a, I mean a church developer, a follower. Paul had uh, developed the church, and he sent Timothy to keep it. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy. I'm gonna ask Zay and Brittany to come up and, and, and our elder Joey and his wife Pam to come up and my wife Allie. It was in a prophetic moment as I was walking up this platform two years ago and the Lord stopped me and he says, I want you to tell him he's called to, he's called to pastor. And I said, who Lord? 
He gave me the name. He said, Zay Rigel. He's called to pastor. And I wrestled with it. I'm like, Lord, you want me to get up and say that? And I felt it's better to just agree with the Lord than it is to live out of my flesh. And then to, today or this week, and since then, since two years ago, they told me, well, whenever he was born, it was spoken, it was prophesied over him that he was born to be a pastor. Now you notice two years ago, God gave me a word, a prophetic word about him, to, a confirming word. It wasn't a directional word that I'm manipulating and I'm telling him what he needs to do. It's a confirming word because God has probably already been telling you or leading you or guiding you. If you ever get a prophetic word, it's to edify, to encourage, to build up, to confirm. Okay, that's healthy, to confirm. And notice, he didn't just jump right into it. There's a process. We wanted to. <laughs> There's a process. The Lord has given you words, and I know it. And he's probably using some other people to confirm it around you. Just say, I'm in the process. I'm in the process. So today, as Paul continued, he says, the gift which is given to you by prophecy with the laying on of hands of the eldership. That's why we're doing this today, the hands of the eldership. And then he says, Paul writes to Timothy, meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them. Whew. Trust the process. Your job as church leaders are up here, your job in this is to pray for them. Help, help in prayer, covering, intercession. Lord, make move every issue, struggle, str uh, stronghold, fall, so that they can give themselves entirely to the ministry of the gospel. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself, meaning find some more freedom and the doctrine and to the doctrine. And that would be of the word of God. Continue in them, he says in verse 16. Continue in them, for, doing, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. So today, if y'all come up here, but today we just want to bless. Come on up here to the center stage right here. There we go, right here, right here. We want to bless these guys into ministry. Yes, that we will further and continue their training. We are a church of equipping. You'll be very uncomfortable. You try to sit in a chair too long around here. <laughs> so, Father, right now, because of what you're doing, the most important thing right here is the transference of anointing, the stirring up of the gift, the giftings inside of both Brittany and Zay, the confirming and affirming of what you've already spoken to them, spoken in them, and, and even through them. Lord, we are just blessing what you say. This is not about man, but this is completely about the move of a Holy Spirit. We ask you stir up the gifts inside of them. That they even hear right now, they're getting vision and revelation for things forward, for life ahead. Father, I pray that the, the vision and the, the future sights of things that you're showing them are more important than anything that causes them to go to the left or to the right. But that they stay steadfast, 
forward in the direction in which you have called and created them to walk in. We pray for those gifts to be, be brought to the surface, to be developed as they're being discovered so that they can deploy them to encourage the body and lead people unto you, Father. And so we pray for confidence. We pray for courage. We pray for boldness. We pray for a covering from spiritual attacks and distractions. We pray for their marriage, their sanctified marriage under the covenant, this covenant under the covenant of a holy God. Thank you, Lord, that you have brought them together for a purpose, for a season, for a generation such as this. The word of God says when David had served his purpose for his generation, he laid down and went to sleep, meaning he died. May Brittany and Zay serve the purpose of their generation so that when it's time to lay down, they can raise their holy hands to the Lord and say, bless you as we transition into eternity. Y'all give it up for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. You're probably in a holy moment right here. He's like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> Thank you, guys, so much. I just want to remind you, in a moment, our prayer team, prayer team, come on, you know, I mean, worship team, come on up, worship team, come on up. Our prayer team's going to be up right after this. And God's not done. When I received my calling, it was some eight years before I walked into the ministry, five, seven, eight, I can't remember. I remember, I remember a, a, a missionary from Thailand was coming in, and he was saying, listen, if you, today is the day, if you are here and you want to answer the call to ministry that is on your life, I want you to come forward for prayer. And boy, an act of faith, a boldness of the Holy Spirit came, came, came over me, and I came forward for prayer, but I didn't rush into it trusted the process but I want you to know as Paul says through to while in prison in Romans I wish I was there with you so I could impart you know, through the laying on of hands some spiritual gifts do you know that he also imparts a vision and calling and direction so in a moment when our prayer our work prayer team comes up here and if you feel like the, this, this is my day I'm just going to come up and receive prayer let the Holy Spirit do whatever he wants to do. But right now, right in your seat, I just want to invite you to open your hands just like this in a receiving manner. I can feel right now God is laying things inside of hands. I can feel him warming you up. I can feel him placing things that you feel are even too heavy, a mantle that you think, well, that's not for me. I need to hand that to the person beside me. No, that's for you. That's for you. God is doing a thing in your life, and he's going to change your perspective through it. You're seeing yourself through your current lens, but God sees you through the lens of a perfect, through Jesus Christ, and he sees you as he's created and called you to be in the future and not in the present, certainly not the past. So, Father, we just pray right now that you send your Holy Spirit in a manifest way and that you just release giftings and callings. Lord, that you release vision and with clarity. Father, I pray that you, you bring dreams, you awaken dreams and visions inside of the your hearts of your people, Lord. And I pray that you help them with the interpretation and understanding. And, Father, I pray that you bring a, a, a spirit of faith that just moves through every one of us that gives us the courage to get into a, an alignment with you. And just when you say move, we move. And when you when we move you are going to deliver those gifts as you will in Jesus mighty name we pray can we give God a good amen